Shots Fired. Yo, what's up? This is Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and mustache grooming. Today, we have no guests on because we're deciding to take our shots and fire them back and have you hear them and talk about them and such. And also, it's June 18th when we're recording this. So we're going to talk about this whole manufactured hip-hop day in which everyone's trying to get very excited and be like, yeah, you know. Anyways, that made no sense. But I'm sitting next to No Can Do, who is making sense in a pink and black Krunk City hat. Hello. It's black and pink. It has the, the, the writing is pink. So I like podcasts. You can distort the truth. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah man. This How is it? I didn't even know this was fucking manufactured hip hop day. Yeah, it is. It, it well on the internet because I think writers, everyone's like kind of just permanently like in this state of boredom yet like overstimulation. So it's like you're getting like 5,000 MP3s today and yet everybody's kind of bored. So like, do you remember that day like like when we were in high school when like Jay-Z, Outkast, and Tribe Called Quest dropped? It was Jay-Z dropped volume two, Outkast dropped Equimini, and Tribe Called Quest dropped, I think it was the love movement. I think I was high as fuck yeah. at that time and I wasn't a Jay-Z fan. I probably had a bootleg of equipment. I I think most up black on both sides came out that day too, but like no one was buying it that week. I mean, that's what yeah. I liked about hip hop back then was it was like you didn't have to listen to the same record every at the same time as everybody else, yeah, and get driven crazy by everyone else's opinions. Well, I was gonna say maybe it was all right, all right. Like last night in the studio, me and two of my buddies sat down and talked for an hour about life, poetry. We talked about fucking. I wrote haikus till three in the morning. So who am I to talk? We talked about whatever, you know. But it was it was like you know somebody was working in the other room or whatnot. But I want to say like in in these those times it was simpler. Things were like that. Like you would sit down and like your friend just like that Wu Tang song. They would convince you to like, hey, maybe you should listen to this Equimini record because I know you love your most deaf black on both sides. Well, we'll do a trade and it's good. And I'll tell you why I think it's good. And maybe you know. You'll be in a car and somebody's like forcing you to listen to their music. Nowadays, it's just like, nah, I got my little eye, whatever. Yeah, I'm on. gonna put on my iPod now and, and I'm not only listen to, to what the fuck I want to listen to. Yeah, you know, and yeah. Definitely. Well, I miss those days of tra- and, and like this is what's so interesting, kind nostalgia. of nostalgia. Yeah, you know, let me date myself on air, but I do miss the idea of having to force yourself to like a record because you had to because you're like, I just spent all my money on a record. I have to force myself to like it. <laughs> like I didn't like I mean I liked Equimini the first time I heard it but I wasn't like I didn't I, I remember the source had given it five mics yeah, yeah, yeah. and I remember I was you know I was obsessed with the source yeah, yeah, yeah. and I loved like Italians was like my favorite record ever and I couldn't grasp Equimini yeah, at yeah, sixteen yeah. like it was just we'll see in between it was Equimini the follow up well, to Italians yeah I mean they had Rosa Parks which I loved and then I'd skewed in the Barbie because I was obsessed with Wu Tang so I loved it yeah yeah no I feel like the Raekwon feature on, on Equimini was like way <laughs> left field I'm like they're in Atlanta and they went all the way to New York and recorded a verse yeah like or you know they didn't know that Raekwon was living in Atlanta at the time they didn't know that he was like because this was like this is like in his immobility era so he was like out of that's funny that's funny how like dudes from new york are just like oh i'm just moving to atlanta like dudes from la just moved to like tempe well tupac (laughs) that's only Merce. um tupac moved to atlanta in the mid 90s too before he died before he went to jail the second that's when he got in the Mm -hmm. shot that police officer Mm -hmm. yeah i call i call atlanta well it's, it's it goes either way i call atlanta black portland or i call portland white atlanta yeah like this is where every like you know like black artsy fellows 
<laughs> you know, they got to go there and, you know, soak up all the artsiness, which I don't think there's it, the place has a bunch of artsiness. I Th- think does arts- Atlanta. I thought it just said strip clubs. I mean, I think that's a byproduct. It's like the it's like the toxic waste of the artsiness. I do to the Claremont. And the Lounge same thing ones. is is Portland, right? Yeah. Every it's true. every fucking like you know EDM or not EDM beat guy, electronic guy, is just like I'm going to Portland and just like you know clear my mind and you know and then you know they end up you know making a fucking EP and then ending up in strip clubs you know three times a week. <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what's like the Hispanic version of that. Like, was it like Las Cruces? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Vegas, perhaps? Vegas? I don't know. Like the artsy, no, where, where, where? Maybe Denver? Denver? I'm gonna say, where's the Mars Volta from? Where are they from? I thought they were from LA. No, they're not from LA. It, no. Ike is from what? Is it, he's is, from Long Beach, but he's, I'm he, talking about the main two guys. Oh. El Paso. El Paso. El Paso, exactly. I've been to El Paso. That shit sucks. Austin, maybe. <laughs> maybe Austin. No, see, Austin is, is too, is Have too white people artsy. commandeered that? Art, no, it's just too artsy in and of its own. Like, it's like, there's a, you know, I don't know. Uh, Austin, there's like a festival there that says artsiness, you know? Oh. It's not it's not grimy enough. It's, you know. well, you, I hear good things about Taos, New Mexico. Taos? Taos. Taos. No. I'm probably mispronouncing it. What's that shit about? It's like an art community mm. uh, somewhere in, like Santa Fe, perhaps, maybe. Santa Fe. Oh, okay. Santa Fe could be a good candidate. Okay. Good yeah. George O'Keefe Museum. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah. Nice. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of salmon-colored buildings. Salmon-colored buildings. Hot springs Adobe resorts. Adobe. Hot springs. A lot of Adobe. I fuck with hot springs. I fuck with green chili too. Yeah, Santa Fe has a lot of green chili. I feel shots fired listeners have learned so much about us in the last four minutes. Exactly. So we're talking about Equimini and we're talking about fucking, you know, we're, we're talking about this uh, day of overload of, of hip hop records. Yeah, it's well, because it's, it's, it's uh, obviously Kanye West. The J. Cole album came out, uh, Born Center. Mac Miller's Movies with the Sound Off. And then everyone's trying to make like the Static Selecta album <laughs> like, be like a fourth thing, and I'm like, you know, I have a lot of respect for Duck Down Records who's putting out the record, but I don't think and like I love that everyone ignores that Madlib is putting out a Quasimodo record today. It's not a new Quasimodo record, but it's like mostly new music that people haven't heard. Yeah, it's like you know stuff that was released but nobody really heard it. Mm. So it's just kind of fascinating how like of course like the you know I, I just kind of find it interesting also about kind of this argument that's kind of gone around on Kanye where everyone's like basically willing to overlook the flaws and I, I kind of have come around on the record I respect it I, I think it's I don't think it's like a very good record but like I think it has some very good moments and it's redeeming. For I that. still I have had, I've had a fucking link in my in my email for you know for days now and I haven't I don't give a fuck. Well, I think that's like the problem. What I was trying to say is like we've been talking about it now on the show for like three weeks and like now the album is out and you're just like it's fatigue it's like an intellectual fatigue that i think happens when you i I like music that has a function man like i feel like that's exactly what i was gonna say in my review so thanks for gonna yeah no well because he made well this is coming out weeks from now right yeah so like but i'm just saying like like you know there's no from what I've heard, like a lot of times, like being a busy grown ass man, the music has to come to me in some situation, right? Totally. So I'm like, all right, I'm driving to pick my kids up from school, and you know, this comes, you know, I got this like 30 minute totally. window where I listen to power, or you know, I'm like, I've got my Pandora on, and I'm listening to Death Grips. It's gonna come in and like, do you really listen to Death Grips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my homegirl Jay were talking about that. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's this no so, function for me with. There's, I, I there's a song Black called Tachyon. Uh-huh. That's tight as fuck. <laughs> 
Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, let's play. Let's play that while while we're or just add it to our fucking Spotify playlist. I know Jeff, you don't feel like searching for it. <laughs> no, Tachyon by Death. I don't Grips. want to hear a Death Grip song. It's a good. It's a good song. Yeah, we should play. It. We don't have anything else to do that today <laughs> except for play the fucking songs. Come on, man. Come we on, have Jeff. several other songs. All right, I look. I look it up. I'm, I'm getting the Wi-Fi right, right now. All right. Walk this Are we back? Oh hell yeah. This video is loading up. This is a tachyon by Death Rips. I found this. Everybody that's heard that, that folks with me, that like all the blowing dudes and all the names, they say that they use this one mind. And it's hard to believe that there's not one like musician that hasn't heard that. Like they were signed to fucking like yeah. epic records. I think everyone heard that. Yeah. Or they like, at least you heard. I mean, a guy like Kanye, there's a, he look, they are not missing anything. Like he's getting, somebody is like bringing stuff to him. Yeah. I mean, he has cool, Hudson Mohawk making beats. Exactly. So, like, uh, yeah. Dude, have you seen the writing credits on this album, though? It's, like, insane. Like, it's... <coughs> I mean, like... I like that Lupe got writing credits. Lupe got writing... like, Lupe and Rhymefest and, like, Psy High the Prince, like, wrote the whole record. Yeah. Every every punchline is Psy High. Every fucking... Every, uh... Rhyme... What, what's Rhymefest do well? I don't know. Complain. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, I, I bet the political tracks yeah. were probably. Um, Shout out to Rhymefest. Me, Rhymefest, and Juice are the only black guys in this group. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and then like maybe like somebody in like 1996. So, like you know, the crowd was the crowd was really uh, biased. So. I don't enjoy this kind of music. But I also don't enjoy... I mean, the parts of Yeez I don't like is I don't like somebody screaming at me for 45 minutes. It's like listening to my dad talk, which I had Father's Day on Sunday. And believe me, I've had enough of my dad yelling I, at me. I feel like... About delusional, crazy things. Dude, I love your dad. He's cool, dude. That's why I don't like, I think, Kanye as a person so much. It's because he has the kind of delusional narcissism that my dad has. I mean, <laughs> admittedly, a lot more talent than my dad has. But... Your dad's still a lawyer, so he's smart. Right? He, he's, he's not dumb. But he, my dad also is the other greatest thing about my dad. My dad has a thing for like life coaches, and like I was like, why? Because now he, his last two girlfriends have been life coaches. Oh shit! Which is insane if you really think about it. Because it's like, how do you like? It's like, how I do you feel, get into the life no, coach like, game? Don't don't you feel like everyone, every man, I feel like has like a type of girl that maybe that likes them. Yeah, like me, I like I like ratchet bitches. Like you, yeah, a ratchet bitch would go for for me. It's always. <laughs> independent coffeehouse baristas <laughs> always never the starbucks shit never the pizza but like i walk oh, in yeah. it's like that's my lane um my dad's lane is life coaches 
Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's just where you're at, bro. No, I think, I it's, think it's because he's a delusional narcissist. And because, like, think about it. If you think about it, like, if you're a delusional narcissist, what else would you want to be but a life coach? Because you're like, fuck it. I know everything. I'm going to tell other people how to do it better. Yeah, but here's the thing. He's dating the life coach. I, I think that your dad is just getting free life coaching with his penis. <laughs> I think he's just like you know like you've ruined my childhood. <laughs> I'm sorry for mentioning your dad's penis, and I mean, well, that's know. what Father's Day is for, right? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's the one time a year. Yeah, Dude, uh, but back to back to the fucking death grips. Zach Hill is a stoop, amazing drummer. Yeah, he's a great like, drummer. He'll hurt he'll hurt himself to to ensure that they that everything is like right in pocket, you know. Yeah, and Ride is probably the best. Like the best vocal performance I've seen from a rapper. I've seen a lot of rappers rap, bro. And me as a rapper, like I'm, I'm, I'm squashing my ego to say this. Yeah, I've never seen a dude put this much into like, like, like vocal projection and making sure everything is cl- as clear as it can be with that style. Yeah, and then like, like just like physically putting yourself into the performance, you know? Yeah. All right, I can respect that. I feel I was a little not sold on them because I feel like the 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 media. Sort of, and like that's the problem with being a journalist is I feel sometimes you're like, you don't like things based on the amount of hype or you rate them according to the amount of hype. And it's frustrating because I miss being able to hear things in a vacuum and like yeah. just hear it, you know what I mean, with no expectations. Like even this Yeezus record, like I feel like I heard it, I wasn't ready to like it, I wanted to hate it. I do hate a lot of it, I do like some of it, but it's just, it's so impossible, I think, with like now, especially with the Yeezus, like it's because it's like you're not, you're not getting. A review in a magazine where mm. you're just reading it apart. You're getting like five thousand tweets in a row, and you're like, "Ah, my brain is exploding. Just yeah. stop it. I don't care if you know Acid House. All of you guys are wrong." And it's like, even if they're right, just like, just I don't know. No one like I don't need to hear your twenty-five part tweet breakdown. Like, yeah, of yeah. The, like I just and like you know, every editor's like, "Can you give me the? Can you give me it sooner? Can you give me it sooner?" And you're like, <laughs> uh, "I mean, I don't know." Like you used to have a two month lead for records when people were reviewing it, or like a month lead. You know, you'd have yeah. a month to so with a record, and it sucks for the music because at the end of the day, like, fuck, like I think this record is not the kind of record you should listen to three times and be like, "All right." got it mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. even though like kanye they said did you hear supposedly like he wrote all the lyrics in like half a day before taking a flight to milan mm. yeah he brought it to rick rubin and rick rubin was like uh you need a couple more months on this and he's like i got two weeks <laughs> and like <laughs> he's like okay <laughs> all right yeah and then rick rubin stroked his beard and waved his magic wand that's a that's a pretty good team rick rubin and kanye west it's yeah. like that's like, you know, the the beast of the 90s and the beast of the 2000s. Well, more the beast of the 80s. I, I think about that a lot. Mm. Like, you know, like I mean, is that, would you, if you were in that situation, would you want to go to a guy like Rick Rubin? Or would you think, like, he's kind of like, washed, I mean, I don't want to say he's washed up, because Rick Rubin's a legend. But, like, Rick Rubin hasn't made, like, a good album, like, since fucking Johnny Cash record, like, 12 years ago. And that wasn't, like, making beats and shit. That was just, like... Telling you what sucks. That's what a p- producer does, telling you what sucks and how to make things better. You've seen Kill Bill, right? Uh, yeah, the first one. I didn't say the second one. Oh, I think it's the second one I'm referring to. Maybe it's the first one. But, you know, she had to go to Japan. Whatever yeah. one where she had to go to Japan, and she had to get this this sword made, you know? Cause that's basically what Kanye... He, he had to get, like, a Hattori Hanzo sword to, you know... That was just on his on his list. Like I find that's and I, that's what Rick Rubin. I find it so interesting maker. too because if you look at like the credits, I mean, look at all these people that worked on it. He got like Daft Punk, 
You have Ab- Abliva got a writing, cre- writing credit on Ooh. that shit. Abliva from fucking the Reup game. <laughs> like, it's like some crazy ass shit mm-hmm. on this. Like, I mean, it's just crazy because it's like when you get to that level, you're not really, it's your factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, like, so I don't know. Like, you haven't heard the record. I don't, I, I feel like I'm hesitant. I don't even want to play into the record for it. But should we play, like, should we talk about, like, these other records? Do you want okay. to care? Do you want Look, to hear a record? We're talking about Yeezus right now, so play me something from Yeezus that I haven't heard. Don't okay. play me. I think Blood on the Leaves is the best Blood song on the Leaves. The Everybody tells me uh, Blood yeah, on the Leaves. Yeah, that's the best song on the record, I think. These bitches surrounding me. Can we turn it up a little bit more? I feel like you be different about it. I know you not it. I feel like I had this thing. And she's it, got the uh that's Scoop Dog. Like Silk. Or is it C Murda? Yeah, uh, got that. Yeah. Kind of cool. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in favor of mixing Nina Simone and Sea Murder, because they're probably not as different as one would believe. Oh no, <laughs> like, probably a lot more similar than. Check this out, man. I think, I think Kanye West is running out of his mother's music to sample. <laughs> That's very true. Like, no, like real talk. Like, all right, so you, you, you know, we can do the Gil Scotts, we can do the Nina Simone, we could do like all the soul samples. He's just like, all Otis right, Otis Yeah, Otis Redding, like. Like, I, sooner or later, you're going to run out of that music. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, I would have said that they would have ran out of it, like, after the RZA came up. I mean, who, like, is probably Kanye's... Kanye's low-key biggest influence is probably the RZA. But RZA's, Riz, RZA had his mother's music. Where Kanye, I mean, yeah. RZA's, like, 20 years older than, you know... Or RZA's, like, that t- much. 10 like years older? years older, maybe. 8 years older, that's still... Not even, I think, like, 5 or 6. Really? Half a generation. Well, RZA's, like, what, 41? 41, 42? Kanye's 36. Fuck no. Riz is old as fuck. Riz is 900. Riz was, was old when I was in middle school. I don't think so. Riza is 43. He's seven years older than Kanye. Shit is tight, though. Yeah, that's a good song. Hey, bro, I don't think we're playing ourselves by talking about Kanye for the fourth time in a row. I think Sorry. we're being relevant, bro. I think we're, we're so, being in the van. We are the most relevant nucleus of pop culture. Minimalism, functionalism, entertainment. We are, um, we are your Twitter feed. <laughs> you know what's interesting though? I, I was thinking about this too because I'm like I'm like talking out my things. But I'm, I'm sorry, I'm about to go crazy with this beat right now. It's a good beat. I feel I swear to God, I, it reminds me of a house party in Fairfield, California, where I'm just elbowing people and jumping around like 14 years old. This is gonna be the single. This will be the one single they get out of the record. $2,000 bag with no cash in your purse Now you sitting courtside Wiping on the other side Gotta keep them separated I call that apartheid Cody's feeling it so Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, I know DJ Nobody's gonna play this shit at low and thin Yeah, it'll tomorrow. go off And I'm I'm gonna elbow somebody I'm gonna go crazy Yeah Cocaine on the table You can't snort that That going to that All that money that the court got On and on the alimony yeah, yeah, she got you, homie. Yeah, till death but do your part. Uh, 
unholy matrimony. Alright. That was like that 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 unholy matrimony at the end was a uh, how do you say it was a uh, uh, anticlimactic like punchline like that's what I'm saying like and I feel like unholy that, matrimony see that's and that's the problem with this record for me is that like a lot of good and there's some cool dance hall shit too which is like didn't expect that yeah. Unless Chris Martin's was on the record, Yo, and not, Chris Martin got a writing credit somewhere on the record. Not, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about Chris Martin from that fucking band. I'm talking, talking about, about the Spin Magazine writer. No, I'm not <laughs> talking about the Spin Magazine uh, writers. Thanks for not answering my fucking text, Dick. But then uh, I'm talking about motherfucking Chris Martin's from Jamaica. That dude, he's like, oh. like the, he's like the future Beanie Man. Like, no, if, there. I think Beanie. Who, is it Beanie Man? There, there's some like a state, like sta- Capleton. Capleton's on the record, but yeah, Which I'm just, I fuck I'm, with. I'm, I'm like, talk, okay. but I'm talking about young blood here, man. I'm talking about motherfucking young. Like, if it's, if it's, I feel like this is hella derivative of old shit. Like what I was saying, like yeah. when uh, you know he's ran out of his mother's music to sample. Like if that's just not using like modern, like any like. I mean, Sci High is probably like the youngest rapper that's probably listed on the writing credits. You know, yo, you know I, who made this beat was was tonight. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my God! So of course, he's such a he's such a swag Dracula. He gets all the credit. I mean, tonight might might, might be getting a nice chunk of publishing money though. Yeah. But I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know about that because that strange fruit sample mm-hmm. that shit is, and and that sea murder sample. You think masterpiece? <laughs> he is not giving that shit up cheap. Nah, I mean, but I wonder they can probably play it out in a different uh, key or something, and then that that sample is someone else's, and then like you know, then it's theirs. But the words, he kind of changed the words like one word, so maybe you can get away with that legally. I think you can get away with maybe that. Maybe we should call my dad. I'm sorry, dad, for saying all those things about you and your life coaches. <laughs> Dude, my wife sleeps with the fucking window open, and I got like a mosquito bite last night. That's that's real. That's real, man. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be on your next on Jimmy the Burnout. Exactly. When you when you, compl- I, I ran out of fucking like broken hearted love. We're songs. gonna overanalyze it now. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I feel. I mean, I feel for Kanye on some level that like everything he does gets analyzed in the context of his music because it's just like you can't be a real human being. But at the same time, when you want to be that famous of a person, like when you're, I'm just a. I'm Pinocchio. I'm not a real boy. <laughs> that was the waggest song. <laughs> His Pinocchio song. Yeah. That was like, I, I didn't even put that. Like, cause I was on 808s and Heartbreak, which I love. And I guess that's the thing is like 808s and Heartbreak kind of had some bangers on it. Like, like Paranoid, Love Lockdown. Like that amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel like <laughs> it was amazing. And, uh, yeah. So I don't know. All right. So you want to move on to J. Cole? Should we, should we, should we, should we subject our listeners to the four of them left? No. <laughs> so, fuck that. Nigga, let's go to fucking Mac Miller. You want to go to Mac Miller? Let's do Mac Miller. All right. Mac Miller album, you know, like he totally did a rebranding thing. And like, I, I gotta say, like, it's hard to hate on somebody who, like, look, he was what, 18 years old when he made it? Like, you can't, he's likable. He's you can't. Like, what is yeah. it? You can't throw shit on somebody that's smiling. Totally. You know? that's, yeah. that's some old Korean proverb yeah. that I heard my mechanic say. And like but, his label people made like a whole thing, and him like we're like, all right, we're rewriting ourselves. This is yeah, no, he, like like you know how like a politician goes around and kisses babies totally. and like he's been, you know yeah. like you know they, sh- they show him like playing now basketball you, now at you're the local park. You're gonna noisy. <laughs> you're this, gonna, this motherfucker. Came to Low in Theory, hung out with fucking Earl. He was hanging out with Earl. That shit fucking went went mega fucking fucking vine crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, he did a song with dropped a song with Lotus shortly after that shit. Yeah, 
Uh, what else did he did he do? But he did all. He's the, got a song with Jay Electronica on this record. Yeah, he did. He's got a song with Schoolboy Q, Action Bronson. He Ab did Soul, all the things that Earl. made made him like, like like. There's somebody that's not corny there that was like this is all the things that you do to not be corny right well, now yeah i think it's called drugs uh, and like to be f- like i mean i think the mac miller record is evidence of like the best that drugs can do for your music whereas kanye is kind of the worst because kanye probably has done too much cocaine you think so i don't think he's i don't think Kanye's think? fucking with the cocaine i don't think i just don't no I maybe just don't not think. maybe I th- not I, I honestly think that uh i honestly think i shouldn't that- cast dispersions on a man like that but yeah. then again, I would tell everyone what drugs I'm doing at all times, so maybe it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's a flaw in my own personality. I don't, I don't think Kanye, Kanye's doing a bunch of cocaine. I, I, I fuck with Mac Miller because you know those kids all are very down to earth, and I think they know exactly what they want out of rap. You know, like him, Earl, and all the schoolboys, like all, like they know exactly what they want. And I think there's less of a chance for them, like Kanye. Has let a lot of shit go to his head, you know. Yeah, like the you know. Or well, there's like something it. to be said about like you know. I, I forget. It was like a John Updike thing where it was like kind of you should only review a record based on it, based on what it tries to do, and not what it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like only within the context of what it sets out to do, and how well does it achieve that? So when you're reviewing a Kanye record, it's sort of like you're okay. Well, you're trying to make the greatest record ever, and like I would like. It depends on how you look at music. It's like do you. Like, cause Kanye's record, like, in some way, will probably play some Mac Miller all shit, right, man. All right, all right. Sorry, I talk too much. No, no. I, I was I'm sorry. I'm not like J. Cole. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm the greatest. All right, you want to hear a song? All right, you got you got some choices. You going to hear the Absol song, the Earl song, the Action Bronson song, or the Schoolboy Q song, or the J. Electronica Yamaka song? Nah, man. I just want to hear. I want to hear one song with Mac Miller by himself. All right, let's doing have, the best he can. All right, what's well, the Flying Lotus song then? Because that's. The, I, I don't want to hear that. You I don't, don't want to hear that. I want to hear something else. You just want to hear the, okay, well, okay, you got a song with Pharrell? Do you want to just hear- Where's the fucking Mac Miller song? Well, like, he's <laughs> smart, so there's not that many Mac Miller songs. No, like, no, no, got no, Earl, no, 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 got, like, no, 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 no. How many songs are on this record? Eight, 16. There's 16. How many features on this record? Because Flying Lo- Lotus is not a fucking producer. He's a goddamn solo artist. Three, pro- four, five, six, six, including Flying Lotus. Flying Lotus- for real. So half his album doesn't have features. That's not bad. I mean, Kanye's got something on every song. Play, play me one of those that don't have any fucking features, names. Don't. I just want to hear something. All right, all right. Well, why don't we have the title track, Watching Movies? All right, cool. Let's all do right. it. Yo, all your bitches got the green book. People worship these idols till they come in contact with gods. Poses all my disciples, you get mind fucked with these broads. Life's just a recital, better remember all that you practice when I die. Throw a couple bad bitches in my casket, whoa. Think it's time for a revolution. Me and my dogs about to start a riot. Still they sleeping, but I'm eating. You and your people are on a diet. I feel like I've heard this song 20 times before from a bunch of other rappers. This is like, yeah. this is like the young modern going in song. It's like, it's, it's, yeah. well, here's the thing about it. it like, taste is good, beat is very good. He can rap, but it's like, and, and like, this is what I do when, I, when I'm reviewing all these records. It's like, there's that other factor. There's that, like, is your flow original? Do you have your own flow? This is not Mac Miller's flow. Or, this is this is ASAP Rocky and Schoolboy Q. Yeah, mixed. yeah, yeah. It, That's exactly what it is. And I feel like if you do that, then, like, let's say you, you're paying homage to a, to something that's popular, right? Yeah. Then you have to do, like, if Kendrick would and take it. And then there's it, that, there's also that 
Tyler the Creator shit, like yeah. which then Odd Future kind of took or ASAP kind of took. Yeah, but I, I feel like they they inherited it from uh, uh, Space Ghost Perp, who yeah, rarely did. ever gets mentioned these days. Yo, I, I fuck with Raider. <laughs> they got some Raider Clan, like that kid Young Simmy. Mm-hmm. Have you heard Young Simmy? I've heard the bunch of them. Whew, Young Simmy's great. Yeah, Young Simmy has a better record than anything that dropped yet to, uh, today. Wow. His mixtape was better than anything. That's sad. Him. Somebody should give that kid some money and some marketing. And this kid Denzel Curry can rap too. I didn't listen to him because his name was Denzel Curry for a while, but he's he's good. Yeah. But I feel like if you if you ASAP Rocky core, you should be able to like add something new to this. You know, like do something. Well, he is white. If, if, if nah, no, I'm just kidding. But like, let's say <laughs> let's say Yellow Wolf got this. I, I think oh. it's more of a youth thing. Yeah. You know, like Kendrick. You know, like somebody. Once you're over 25, you see, you're able to notice like, oh, this is what the kids are doing. Yeah. I'm gonna do this, but with my extra five years of fucking like two chains. If my extra 30 years of fucking experiences, <laughs> the God Juicy J. See, and that's the thing. It's like that is the ASAP Rocky flow. And like, that's, I mean, that's like the thing. I was like, when I was listening to J. Cole record too, it's like, and like, you know what? Like, I have to say, mm-hmm. like, props to Mac Miller. Like, he went, he was a punchline. He's no longer a punchline. He turned into a solid record. Is it like a record that I'm going to, but like, no, but it's like when I first bought a plastic man comic, I was like, you know what? I think he's a real superhero. Yeah. He's not like Batman or Superman, but like, he's acceptable. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's cool. Like, I mean, and he, he seems like a nice enough kid, you know, mm-hmm. like, and uh, I, I was talking to Peter Rosenberg because that was like, I mean, it was, it was his media campaign. So when he was out here, he was telling me, he's like, you know, Mac Miller did. He His, his statement was that Mac Miller made the record that every rapper says they're going to make when they like get money. They're like, I'm going to make the record that I want to make. Mm-hmm. And like, to his credit, I think he was like, all right, cool. I like all these rappers. I'm going to get them all on my record. And I'm just going to try to like make it a weird drug Southern California Stoner record, and that, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, so I, you know, it's like the and like there's something to be said about like I think reaching, th- improving, you know, and so like I, I I respect it, and even though like and he didn't try to make like some pretentious art rap record, mm-hmm. so because mm-hmm. I mean who wants to hear a Mac Miller art rap record? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't really know what to say. I'm 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 just like I feel like, you know, like trying to to make the record that every i don't know man I, there's like like guys that are like overblown yeah. or like really mainstream and they have hella fans a thing that they want the most is, is like respect credibility respect and yeah. credibility man yeah. you then, just want the opposite if you're not famous yeah. you want the money if you got credibility you're yeah. just like damn it i just want some fans i just want to fucking i just want to sell well, out the palladium i think that's why they were yeah. going in on critics i mean like his his publicist dude like went in on me and mm-hmm. like uh he was like how does a publicist go in on yeah, well he's like he's like, like label fucking- vice president slash publicist i don't know he went in on me and he called me a hack and i was like you know i'm not a hack and he and then like later on via email he's like you're right i'm sorry you're not a hack. I like your writing, but he it was, yeah, he's just like, <laughs> it was you like, know what? I'm, but like, I, that's like the meanest thing. It's like when a girl's like, you have a little dick, and you're like, you. That's like the mean. Th- that's like girl yeah, when a girl's like, well, what's the meanest thing I could possibly say, whether it's true or not? If you call well, a writer a hack, but the problem with a hack is it's a hack term at this point. By saying yeah, because it's like you got to think yeah, yeah, yeah. like if fraud I'm a, if is I'm, better. If I'm such a hack, then why the fuck are you trying to get me to write about? I mean, you shouldn't even give a fuck. But I mean. Uh, he did get me to listen to him to be fair he did his job he got me to listen to him I no longer hate Mac Miller I no longer will be using him as a Twitter punchline so yeah. I was manipulated wanna hear I something lost. funny what Mac Miller ah, 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 ah. 
Well, I was. I, the thing is, to be fair, I was mad about the Mac Miller thing because I told. Did I tell you about the time they called me up to be on his show? You told me about that. Yeah, so I just was like, fuck that. I'm not going to be on your show as a punchline. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think I'm sure I told the shots fired. I'm sure I've mentioned on shots fired before. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe we've talked about it in the hallway leaving this motherfucker. I don't think. Oh, you've, you've okay. Well, basically, the they show. called me up. His Some producer called me up. They're like, we want you to be on the show interviewed by Larry Fisherman, which is an alias. And he's going to pretend to be this alter ego. And I was supposed to be like, no, but you're really Mac Miller. And, like,. <laughs> you were gonna get trolled on. I TV. was gonna get trolled on TV, and I'm like, they're like, I'm like, how much are you gonna pay me for? That? Like, I was like, I might do it for like ten grand. <laughs> like, I was like, if you want to give me an obscene amount, they're like, oh, we're thinking you could write a story about it for someone. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So I was like, come on, like I'm not a sucker. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but that, like, props to them for being like, oh, we could get you on national TV. You'd go in thinking you're gonna get like exposure, but like, who's gonna be like, oh yeah, I saw an interview on TV. I'm gonna read his articles. Yeah. Uh, although I guess that worked for Two Ray. So <laughs> I don't know who the fuck Two Ray is. <sighs> Good for you. All right, should we go on? You want to hear J Cole or no? No J Cole. Who's so there? Who's, is one. There are like three good J Cole songs. I think J Cole is amazing. I just don't do want to really. I mean, I think he's a really good writer, dude. I think oh, he's a really good he's rapper. Not a good writer. He's not a good writer. He's we, like, we have we we have different views on what a good writer is because I want to say like if you can successfully write like. Like I, I think you're in it for like the literary literary value and the poetic value. But I and, don't know. And me, I'm I'm more more in it for like the ability to pull off this trick, which is making something sticky. Because I find that like for me, you know, coming from Project Bloat, I know I know fucking a hundred dudes that can fucking word fuck you and like totally. you know take you from yeah. here to there and do all that but i i only know one dude that's wrote written a hit before and so anybody that can do that over and paula over abdul? and over and over paula abdul yeah i know <laughs> i know one drunk miguel? old lady miguel oh miguel yeah, yeah. i mean miguel I, is great and miguel i think power trip is a good single like i'm not i i actually thought workout was a good single honestly it's not like anything i'd bump but i'm like okay that's your if that's your quote air quote for the bitches song that's pretty good for the bitches song you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But uh, I like I like how I like how bitches are still stupid in the year 2013. Like, <laughs> uh, cut. <laughs> no, we're not gonna cut that shit. It's just like, look, we I'm gonna make a song equally, girls for no, 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 fuck that. But it is manipulative. I want to make a women. song. Like, I don't, you know, like, I, I don't. At least Talib Kweli had the decency to call it for women. For women. But I, that was a good song, that Nina Simone song that he had on the end of his But record. women don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My college girlfriend did, but maybe it's because she was like my college girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I bet you right now she just loves bands that make her dance. Yeah, that, right. That she, girl. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, I, I want to say like, like or here's, a, here's the thing, like bands that make her dance, like I, I, I respect women who like that song. My girlfriend, yeah, my girlfriend now, Emily, she loves bands. Yeah. Yeah, Schoolboy uh, Q's like her favorite rapper. So like some pandering ass, like, you know, like, oh baby, baby, you know, I just want to work it out. I can't but at the, be, I can't at the be, same yeah. time, he's being more like, hey, I just want to fuck you. It's what he's saying and it's in all, a nice way. And it's almost like, yo, I think you're stupid and you'll fall for this. I, I Yes. And that, I'm like, I've got daughters. I, don't I can't like, fucking like that I shit. I don't like girls that like that shit, like the For the, 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 for the Lady song. Because I'm like, yeah. come on, you're being pandered to. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. then again, maybe I'm guilty because I like songs that are like, I want to throw this TV through my wall. <laughs> like, I like that. I mean, like, is that, that just that, a natural? Is that, is that like a, that, I, I felt, I heard a Linkin Park coming lyric coming through right there when he was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like I'm about to break everything you say to I'm me. I don't 
know. That's what I do when I have Freddie Gibbs. I would see. I just like that's the thing. I just would rather hear a Freddie Gibbs song. But Freddie, Freddie Gibbs, Gibbs dropped a song yesterday. That shit is so amazing. Freddie Gibbs ain't pandering. I'm saying like no. when dudes make songs <laughs> about fucking violence. Oh, no. they're you know they're not they they make songs about aggression. They're not pandering. Yo, but when I a dude with that Migos tape a makes lot. a song, you that Migos tape. Migos knows that it's some you you would like it. It's from Atlanta. It's yeah. like yo Zaytoven, the guy who used to make Gucci's beats. Yeah. kind of came up like he's improved a lot. Like some of his shit, it's great. I mean, this shit was good back then. Migos, Migos is good. I Migos, need to hear that you shit. need to hear. All right, play we, some Migos. All right, all right. Like I like that. I Google Migos and it's like, it's like Migros, Switzerland's largest retailing company. Yeah. All right, yeah, Migos. <laughs> I like this. Is where the the, the show has gone. Where. I just want like, and this is what, and this is the truth. This is what the show should be. <laughs> I've got a call from Beverly Hills two or two. Oh, no, man. Oh, you know what is this? Maybe it's my dad. <laughs> Somebody's phone number. I don't. I'm afraid to answer it though. The album is called. I think I don't. I don't want to say it. <laughs> it's called Young Rich Niggas. Okay. You All right. Am I allowed to? Okay. Let's go by. I don't know if I'm giving that. I, I don't. I, I mean, I, I would never say that outside of I quoting. Can, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I can go around and tell people. No, what I don't want. Care. I don't want. You know, they have a song called Hannah Montana. Me and but, Dumb said on the on the, one of the last episodes, I almost like you know got shot trying to defend my Guatemalan homie for saying that. I think that's you know it just depends on who you're around. All right. This is R.I.P. This is one of their hits. Wait. R.I.P. Not the other one. Or maybe this. I'm already fucking with it. I, I know, right? I'm moving to Canada, I like, but I know they're going to be I hate to say it. Me. I would rather listen to the Migos tape than anything that came out. Hey, because, man, that fucking. All There's that utility for this. All that hype creates anxiety. Anxiety is not cool. Cody's fucking with it. This sounds like some like old like underground like yeah. southern tape that like accidentally came and <laughs> you accidentally got it for free. Yeah. 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 Hella minimal. Well, that's what's so annoying about minimalism. It's like, yo, there's a lot of rap music. It's fucking minimal. All right, I'm done with this though. Right. We can. You want it? There's well, this uh, the young rich nigga song. I think is better. I just like how the songs start off like hella just like staccato raps. What's this the mixtape? It's just it's just DJ Scream. DJ Scream. I like. I don't. I don't like this. I, well, this is not. This is the song. Oh, whatever. But I can tell you that I can tell you, tell you that in like two albums from now, these dudes are gonna be amazing. But I can't right now. I can't fuck with it. No, I mean it just sounds like some 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 shit recorded on Cubase in a bathroom. <laughs> I think they're on Gucci's like, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, engineer, the engineer is like, yes, yeah, fuck Cubase, logic all day. Um. Anyways, mixtape is pretty good. And then there's uh there's J. Cole. J. Cole's got a couple moments on that record that are nice. I'm just trying to hold off on the J. Cole thing yeah. for as long I, as possible. I don't want to I don't think anybody wants to listen to the J. Cole thing. You know what I think about J. Cole? You know what I think about J. Cole? Is that where you're gonna go to commercial break? Huh? <laughs> you know yeah, I think go. about J. Cole. Cut. Let's go to commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired.
Hey, thank you guys for listening to Shots Fired with uh, Jeff Weiss, myself, No Can Do. Uh, we got this great idea, kind of borrowed it from Andrew T. We uh, have a phone number that uh, we want you guys to call and fire shots. We want you to rant like we rant, you know? Preferably about music, but it can be whatever. It can be things in pop culture, but it, it pop can be culture, about yeah. us, you know, like, yeah. you know, the, the things you say on the on the message board. Tell you me know? to shave. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff, what's the number? It's 424-216-6230. All right, say it again one more time. 424-216-6230. For sure. And once again, thank you guys for listening to Shots Fired. Bow. Shots Fired. Yo, we're back. We're here. We're about to listen to J. Cole. God, why are we doing this to ourselves? I feel like this is our, this is our Yeezus episode where we're, we're about to alienate the listeners. It's like, are you still really with us? <laughs> then listen to this J. Cole song with us. <laughs> All right, this is we're trying to self destruct shots and fi- shots fired. <laughs> yeah, is, I don't even know what the fuck the, the podcast is called anymore. Yeah, we're this is the deconstructionism episode. I've been on Vine the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we have lots of vines. Watch now. All right, this is Land of the Snakes. This is where he rips off artist tel- storytelling from Outcast. It's just really annoying. Hey, <laughs> this comedian made a very important. Uh... But like you this hear this, you know, just don't, just don't, don't. Take yeah, since I heard it, yeah, it's a mixtape song. Shit, I used to roll down Lewis Street with love. Know some hoes from the past, like damn, hey, cold. wish I knew that you would be rich. This is uh, what is it called? It's like incestual. Yeah, well, that's the whole album is like this, where it's like and I let Nas down, I let Outkast down, I let fucking Tribe Called Quest down. I and they, you know, what the album starts out with. I told you it was like sometimes I brag like Hove, and then he. Like has all the layers to juice it. Yeah. It's like mixed metaphors. Hey, uh, this comedian made a very, had a very funny joke, but it was like based in truth. He said, uh, he said statistics show that men have more followers on Twitter and women have more followers on Instagram, which proves which proves the point that women are to be seen and not heard. <laughs> Whoa, that's a horrible thing to say. Who could say that? It's some comedian at a fucking. Not funny. <laughs> uh, not funny. <laughs> I, was, I mean, but <laughs> I can't countenance that in any way. I mean, that's dude. Cody, is that funny? <laughs> no, Cody does not think it's funny. <laughs> um, uh, I don't really care, dude. So but what you're she can saying is you don't like women's Instagram captions? I low key look. I was I was thinking about that because I went down down my likes, and my wife's gonna be mad about this too. Is that you know, if I see like if I see some cleavage in my likes, I just click on the center. I mean, I think look. All right, everybody is inclined to fall more apt to follow a girl on Instagram instead of Twitter. (laughs) Like I mean, but but I don't think I don't think it's because of fucking. I don't think it's because of uh, of fucking uh, what you call it. No, I, think, I don't think it's because of. But sex. I think it's I also think psychological women, too. I think women use Instagram better. Yeah, like, I hundred percent agree with. Women you. will be like, my my wife. She'll just be like, oh, I got a new nail polish, nail polish, and then she'll put the brand there, then the color. I still and then the hats, like yeah, all these I hashtags, still and then of, it'll just like my girlfriend takes calls a shit storm. You know, sometimes I'll be she'll take a picture and I'll be like, yo, can, can I have that? And she'll be like, yeah, yeah. Girl, I mean, girls are better at Instagram, I think, than guys for sure. Because men are like just like goose. Food, you know, I don't know. Although the food shit, that shit all. You can miss me with the food shit. Hey, bro. Nobody does food shit better than Asians. 
<laughs> the fucking the food this porn. Is, this is just like how oh god. Can what? We cut what? the last ten minutes. Of this? We're not gonna cut the last ten minutes. You turn on the J Cole. Is your fault? No, Yo, like that is the problem with J Cole. It's like one of those things. It's like two guys like us who like theoretically are kind of. You know, you would think it would be funny. All of a sudden, you put on J. Cole, and we're like, eh, we're trying to be conscious, say ridiculous theories, and be an inherently mis- inadvertently misogynist. Great. And racist. But no, I, I just say that from being being with Low End, and it's like D-Styles, and then Elvin, and then, uh, or, I mean, Nobody and Kev. And it's that, you know, they just take better food porn pics than me and Gaslamp. I mean, just like, you know, a black guy and like a Jewish white guy. I'm just thinking, you know, there has to be. Fuck. I hate this food. <laughs> fuck this food sucks. Fuck the lighting here sucks. <laughs> um, fuck. What should we play next? All right, you want to? I don't want to hear it. Do we Quasimodo? I mean, that's probably like now. Play another J Cole song so we could talk over it. All right. It. Should I play a good J Cole song? You want me to play, like, play an amazing J Cole song? There's one interlude that it kind of sounds like, uh, like is that yo bitch? Um, well, that's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know. I think it's the ain't that some shit interlude. That's not another problem with J. Cole. I'm like, eh, you're like, you're positioning yourself like as the college educated smart guy, but like, eh, I don't know about that. Like, it's a little like false intellectual. Like, it just kind of. You know who's intellectual? Bus Fuck. driver. No, <laughs> no. Oh, that. Yeah, but plies. Plies. <laughs> yeah, plies has a degree, I think, in like agricultural science and shit. But no, he's like, he was like, look. Sung Asad. Like, he was just like, you know what? I know what makes a lot of money really fast. Ignorant ass rap. And he just did it. Yo, Plies was real popular in the South. Oh, yeah. Real popular. No originality, though. Here's the thing. Where is the story? Where's the perspective? Tell me something about... Well, all his stories are give like... Me, give me the human let experience. Let me get, like, a stripper to, like... Stop stripping and waitress at Black Angus. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, yo, come on. You can dude. go back to school, get them FAFSA papers. Well, it's like, I got that work. Say what? My flow. Say what? My bitches. Say what? You come. Say what? I said, say what? Ain't that some shit? Well paid for this rap and shit. Say what? We have a lot of voicemails. I'm just saying, where's the dear mama at? I just want. I said that in my review. Where's the? I just <laughs> like I was like I, I was like, where's your Brenda's got a baby? You want to be like Tupac? Where's your? Where's your? Where I'm where's from? Your get, where's your? Where's your papa's got a player? Good kid, bad city. Where's like good kid, mad city? Where's your motherfucking? That's the shit I don't like. Like I, I want to. Like, tell me what the fuck you would do if you weren't famous. What the fuck would your life be like if you weren't famous? Take me there. Take me out. I know you're fucking famous. I'm listening to your record. Picking up strippers at the Black Angus. <laughs> All right, enough. All right, now this is where we're this gonna... podcast is ru- this this podcast is just ruining my uh... marriage. <laughs> hey, shot fired. This is Andy. I'm probably your only transgendered listener. <laughs> Um, yes! <laughs> if you guys would do topics on this one hip hop movie, you know, uh, maybe get like Bus Driver in on that because his, cause his dad helped write Beat Street or something. Uh, second thing, fast okay. rapping. Again, Bus Driver, good for that. Imaginary places and all that business. Are we recording and, right now? Uh, third one is. I can't remember what the fucking third one is. Anyway, keep it up. It sounds like you just want Bus Driver in here. And thank you for calling. Thank you for being transgendered and calling. 
I, don't I know. think that's awesome that we have a transgendered listener. Is that is that? Uh, yeah. No, I thought, I thought condescending. Uh, that that means that we haven't fucked up and offended the transgendered community. It's not like he's the community no. or she's the community. No, but I would have thought we would have offended anybody with any sense and dignity. I didn't. I I didn't expect anybody to call. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it was like high school again, where I'm just sitting by my phone waiting for people to call and no one loves me. Exactly. <laughs> it's not true, guys. <laughs> I, 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 I'm really playing in the stereotypes about music writers with that, where I'm like, eh, it wasn't really true. I didn't even know like there were stereotypes about music yeah, writers. Yeah, well, it's just kind of annoying, because it's like, everyone, like, they're like, you're a nerd in your basement. I'm like, eh, play sports. <laughs> like, I had friends. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, weird, just like music and writing. Yeah. yeah. Defense. Yeah, yeah. A passionate defense. <laughs> I think that's why we get along, man. Like, for, for a rapper, like, I know, like, all the, all all of the rappers that that I've been around, there's like this one thing where they're either like, they're either larger than life and really bad, or they're, uh, or they're fucking like, you know, really introverted. And then like when they get on stage, they're, they're larger yeah. than life, you yeah. know? And uh, I'm thinking I'm pretty balanced. Pretty yeah. balanced. Like, yeah. you know, totally. I'm play a little baseball, you know, I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not yeah. a fucking pussy. I'm not a fucking, you know, fucking murderer, yeah, you know? Yeah, totally. And I'm not quiet. I'm not, you know, you're wild. an every, you're an every man, but you're not boring. Yeah, exactly. Because I know how to turn the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know how to turn the fuck up that much. And when I do, my girlfriend laughs at me. But I'm all right with that. Yeah, but, I'll like but, kinda but like, all, your, I'll kinda bi- like be but all your bitches love you. Yeah, I know. It's just like that song. Yeah, Every yeah. day of my life is just like that song. God, thank God for Drake. All right. We got another shot. We got lots of shots happening right now. Hell yeah. Let's fucking listen but to is them that all. Really- Shit, just remembered what it was. Oh, you. Uh, Baltimore. So it's a two-part thing. One, um, talking about, I guess you guys brought up, um, you guys brought up, like, Kanye and the black nationalist thing. Uh, Tupac Shakur was an actor at the same time, and even more so, as, from what I can tell of like, an early interview, or maybe I'm misremembering, he was a feminine. He actually went to the art school that I, you know, flunked out of, Baltimore School for the Arts. Yeah, Tupac And the second thing is, uh, white guy appropriation like Diplo of poor uh, poor regions of the country and now even more so with like stealing Vogue beats and shit uh, anyway oh it's Diplo so we talk about how Tupac, Tupac is similar to Diplo how they were fucking transplants all around and came out with this like what, 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 what was I think say? it was more the first part that Tupac was effeminate and like which yeah like totally was I mean I, was, I had that conversation with somebody like in New York where they were saying like was Tupac closeted I don't I don't, I don't think so I think that maybe uh, I mean I, I don't want to I don't like to make expressions on de- cast expressions on dead people I, I do do you yeah but look I think, to be, to, I think to be an artist you gotta be in touch with your feminine side because I think it's not masculine to tell to express your feelings like to like explain you know like and uh whatever and you know like I think like uh you know to, and, and to be a really good performer, you know, you got to be like, you got to be kind of like the Greek god Dionysus. Was it Greek? You know, just he was like, you know, the god of wine and the turnip. And he was just like, yeah, he was, he was, he was low key. Like he replaced Apollo for some in like some moment in the fucking story, you know. Yeah. And it was like, you know, Apollo was a manly hunter guy. And he was just like, oh, no, I just get the bitches drunk. And like, you know, well, I, I think I, it's, talk to I them. think like, it's weird. That's what Tupac was. Yeah, you know? I think it's you know? weird when anybody is too much like one thing or the other. Like, mm-hmm. and like I was like, because I was like, you know, I played baseball in college mm-hmm. and like I was I ended up pledging a fraternity because mm-hmm. for like a semester before I de-pledged. Mm-hmm. And I hated it because all the guys were so far like aggro manly that like mm-hmm. it's kind of like a circle where mm-hmm. they almost kind of were like it was it just got to be very homoerotic. 
music mm-hmm. where I was like, it would be like literally, it'd, it'd be like 12 guys. They'd be like, take off your shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd be like in a basement. And I'm like, and I was like, where, where, like, where are the girls? Like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel it, but if you're too opposite, if you're like too yeah. much in touch with your feminine side, you sort of like lose. Like it just, it's. It, I think it's important to kind of have that both. And I feel like that somebody like Kendrick, the one of the reasons why everybody likes Kendrick, is because he captures both. You know, he can write a no makeup kind of song. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like not like Jake Cole. Where you're like, oh, just stop with your no. Well, no, yeah, yeah. Or Wale, where you're like, stop. You're like, yeah. I, I feel. I feel like Kendrick. Kendrick rapping. Rapping like that is like a dude that had sisters. Yes, exactly. and he's like, I know how to how to talk to women. I know, like, but I genuinely like a good, had a healthy I, relationship probably I, with his mom. Exactly, like, not like a weird. Yeah, I, I genuinely like to make my sister laugh. Totally. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna fucking take her fucking her makeup and I'm gonna put it on the fucking dog. Ha <laughs> ha! Don't you think yeah. it's funny? I'm just kind of cruel. Yeah. But like J Cole is like you know no can do hates animals. You heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But I feel, I feel like what J Cole and Wale does just like it's it's really objectifying, but like smoothing it over with some with pandering. You know? Totally. Diplo. So do you, I mean, do you find that? I don't find that. I, what you know, music because of the appropriation shit? I feel. What do you mean like, like how he fucking just kind of how he just soaks in a region. It's annoying, but at the same, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know. I saw fucking, I saw, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking, uh, what's, what's the fucking one of the greatest producers of fucking all time? Produced shit for, uh, Michael Jackson. He played the trumpet, uh, fucking, uh, Miles Davis. Quincy. Quincy. Yeah. Quincy was on Tavis Smiley. Schoolboy Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The OG Quincy. The OG Quincy. But, uh, he was on Tavis Smiley one day and he was like, hey, whatever, I'll tell you this, whenever you go to a country, Make sure you go to where the, like the locals play, and, like go to their club. No, I they saw play, him where, say that. Yeah, once where they too. play music and learn how to play what they play and get down like they get down. And um, you know, I think that's that's what Diplo, Diplo does. does. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it, I don't it, it like just his seems, music very much. It just seems like because he's you know like motherfuckers get all like tense about the the, the, the tense about the race thing yeah. in this country. So they're just like, oh, he's white, so he's stealing this and this. Like, nah, man, sissy rock or whatever that the the homosexual or the the transgender music from fucking New Orleans. Yeah. That shit would have never ever left New Orleans. If yeah. it wasn't for Diplo, he made some careers. Yeah, or like, happen, you, know, you know, and like, to be fair, like, I love dancehall, and no one was really fucking with dancehall until he kind of brought it to the mainstream, like, in, in America. No, no, he brought it to the mainstream of for, for its second time around. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously around. the 90s. I'm yeah, for the 90s, but yeah. in, in modern times. I mean, I like a Mad Coper guest spot just as much as the next man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but like, you know, there was like, you know, there was, was nobody. a 10 year period. There was no nobody was, that, yeah. that didn't know, know Sim Seema who got the keys to my Beamer in the 90s, you know? <laughs> Once Bounty Killer was off the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we got yeah. another one. But still, shouts out to Diplo. Good, yeah. good work. Hey, Jeff, and no can do. I'm this is Andre in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm hiking in the woods, listening to Acid Rap by Night. Chance the Rapper, and love your show. Thank Sounds you. Tired. Like, He's hiking, man. Hiking in the woods, this listening to rap, and right fuck you. Is my That's my. <laughs> I, this just, I just right like that. It was just that. It's my new message. <laughs> I just want to say you're cool. <laughs> I just want to zen with that lean message. <laughs> zen with that lean. <laughs> um, Thank you for calling. That was us, nice. Dude. Thanks. Oh, uh, yeah. We appreciate that. And uh, we have so we have uh, we have a transgendered guy. You know, hiker. I heard, and he was a smart dude. Then we had a guy that was hiking. So we got healthy people. That's tight. 
That's good. Healthy people. Healthy people. It's like I'd listen to some dead press and be healthy. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Hello, I'm David. I am calling to ask a very basic question. You guys live on the West Coast. What is LA radio like, or I guess any other West Coast radio station? Simply like crap radio, because I mean, I was doing a lot of radio stations, and I was kind of wanting to do like the regional feel of different radio stations. And as David, you can find me on Twitter at d a l a t u d a l a t u. Call d a l a t u d a l a t u. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you go radio. ahead, Jack. Uh, well. If I have to talk about LA Radio, you'll put on my radio voice. Um, <laughs> I, I think LA Radio used to be regional. It's not really anymore. Uh, I mean, when the Baker Boys were doing it in the early '90s, it yeah, was yeah. very heavily regional, and you'd hear shit like you know, like a Conscious Daughters record, that which you now actually hear ironically on K Day, because K Day is basically like what we had on LA Radio on Power 106 and 92.3 The Beat when we were like kids growing up. Yeah. Um, yes, it means we're old. But look, LA Radio. Has absolutely no support for fucking local artists. No, they don't. Every Kendrick wasn't played on the radio no. until the Not fucking song with Dre. And then once Kendrick started blowing up, all the DJs were Unless like, Unless you have Dre. I, yeah. I, I've, I've been listening to, to K Dot for forever. Yeah, you've been listening to him forever, but you didn't play his shit. No, it's true. LA, LA DJs have no balls. Or the fucking yeah, program like, directors. Yeah, to be fair, like the New York no shit, balls. like they will play whack ass New York records. And fucking, in the, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's whack. It's just cutting edge. It's I mean, trend. The fabulous. They is put their whack. they put their nuts on the table, like. And I feel like in the Bay, you'll fucking hear. Oh, yeah. You'll hear the fucking Jacka. You'll hear all that. All that you know. Uh, we had I am Sue on here. I heard all that shit hella early. Yeah. You know, and then like they played the jerking shit a little bit, but like only when it was really popular. Like they really popular. They, it was only after Warner Brothers signed them. Yeah, yeah. They they, they couldn't know. deny the jerk shit because it was like hot in the street. I've never heard fucking Yonkers on the radio. I've never heard Yonkers on the radio no. out here. I've heard no. the instrumental being played in the background. Yonkers, when it came out, was the biggest, not rap song, it was the biggest song in music. Like Yeah, from L.A. And but it's from it, well, L.A. It's, but it was pay-to-play shit. It was they didn't pay. They didn't pay a radio promoter. I mean, like... Like you're a fucking DJ, it's like you have. No, there is no excuse to have played that much Macklemore and never played a Tyler the Creator song in Power 106. Yeah, no, they played a few Tyler songs in Power 106, but still. I mean, no, I've never between nine and fucking six, nine and seven. Yeah, I've never heard fucking Yonkers. I mean, maybe they played it once or twice, and somebody will prove me wrong one day and say, "Look, we played it thirteen fucking times," but still, that's not as many times as you're gonna play some. Some song that's not really popular, but somebody paid you to play it, though, or some some somebody handed it to you, you know. Moral of the story is the game is rigged and it's all bullshit. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, fucking, you know, L A. I feel like hey, yo, what's good? the DJs are afraid to. The DJs are. I'm sorry. Before we start this, I'm gonna say the DJs are afraid to have opinions of their own. On the streets of New York, falling off this shot fired shit. Trying to see what's up, yo. Jeff White. Writing the shit out of them articles. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> uh, uh. Fucking everyone's dick. <laughs> JJ. I want to uh, hang out with you this You know dude. how it is. <laughs> okay, when you get back in the ring, man. <laughs> you battle, man. You destroy disaster, son. I seen that. You whoop some of these new cats. How come you ain't on that Alcatraz car, man? I like that this guy's higher than I am. I don't. Anyway, keep up that good shit. Violent shots everywhere. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> how high? Yo, man. Tight. Yo, give Mikey go on that shit. <laughs> Yo. He ain't been on enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> who, 
Hey, you're funny, dude. I fuck with you. Yeah, that guy's. I didn't really have anything, any questions or any. It was just more nah, firing of shots. It was praising, like I, I, he's a good man. But he had good. He had good timing. Good timing. Yeah. Lots of pauses. Not like the uncomfortable pauses. No. Nah. But the natural kind of pauses. Man, uh, we, we endorse you. <laughs> I'm gonna answer this this battle question on the on the oh, air. Yeah. Um, not on the air on the fucking podcast. Uh, they hit me up for a battle, right? Recently, they better be paying you. Oh, I mean, they, they have to pay me. But <laughs> yeah, I, was I mean, like, I mean, like, well, I was like, yeah, I was like, hey, I need this amount of money. And they're like, we can't do this amount of money. I was like, all right, I fucking own a label. I, you know, I, I, I know how this goes. Look, give me half of the amount of money that I asked for, but then give me one third of the YouTube royalties. Oh, do they make that much on YouTube royalties? I don't know how much they fucking make. <laughs> so, but like, but whether it's whether it's thirty bucks, whether it's three hundred bucks, whether it's three thousand yeah. bucks, whatever the fuck it turns it turns out to, out to be, they're like, no, we cannot do it. And then you know they're only offering like you know these measly motherfuckers. And like I, not I'm to put my nuts on the table. Like I like I'm probably make more more money than every battle rapper. In battle rap, <laughs> like I, that's tight. Yeah, yeah. You know? I make more money than any freelance journalist. I yeah, know. no, but like I, on, on some rapper not. shit, like you know, like it's like how much are you worth? Like I'm worth more more than in, even the highest the highest battle rapper on the totem pole. I'm worth more than that dude, you know. And um and like I just don't want them to waste my fucking time, and I want them to treat me like I like I would treat them. Well, it's sort of like I mean yeah. I feel like at a point when you are a writer, or a journalist, any kind of creative person, like I feel like you're at the point where you don't need to like. You're not trying to get a name for yourself by battling, so like if they if they're not gonna make it worth your while, then what the fuck? Yeah, don't because low key if the bitch is not bad, I'm not gonna wanna you know you know not gonna wanna you know All do right. it right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey guys, this is Corey calling. I've got a little question for you. I've noticed a lot recently, hip hop artists defending their art. Um, things that come to mind. Obviously, Lil Wayne's. Emmett Till, Lyric, Tyler, the Creator's Mountain Dew commercial, which is kind of blown over. And obviously, Rosé's uh, enjoying that without consent lyric. Uh, somebody that I find is floating under the radar a bit right now is this Caucasian rapper named Dangerous. There's a song called I'm Poppin' in which he consci consciously drops the M-bomb repeatedly and goes as far as to address his use of the word in the song, which has a video by Noisy. I know this issue has history. America has the uh, one drop rule, though. Like, he has one I've drop seen it. <laughs> Black uh, I'd like to know your thoughts. And more importantly, whether or not, you know, it's appropriate for Vice or Noisy or whoever. Oh, dangerous. Uh, the guy from Spring Break. To get behind this, considering, you know, their main involvement with Trap or whatever they're calling it these days is promoting it to hipsters who enjoy it ironically and you know really might not care about the ramifications or you know quite honestly I hate honor just uh, irony irony is how you say it? irony does anyone really listen black. to music ironically I mean other uh, than little B fans yeah. thanks for the show it's great I listen every week keep it up thank you um, thank you for calling and thank you for listening. It's a good to question. It's a it's an interesting question. Should we play Watch a Dangerous I'm Poppin? You want to see this? It came out last month. All right. Um, we probably shouldn't talk shit about Noisy considering <laughs> they write about your music. Well, and they've been. I, I know a lot of the editors at Noisy who are actually really good people. No, I think Vice and is good writers. Vice has always done like like really. But Vice does edgy stuff. Yeah, really edgy stuff. You know, so I think they they like that. I mean, 
to be fair, the dude that interviewed me from Vice was blind. Yeah, that's true. He's a good man. This is dangerous. I'm popping. And he's the guy who's in Spring Breakers. I was like the white two chains. My ghetto past lasts forever. Never had to renew that. They wonder how I say nigga in street niggas approve it. I done earned my stripes. Stop fast. That's a real gun. Oh, yeah. No, he's not faking. He is that white dude in the hood. Like, he is. The, there's always that one white dude that gets the pass. Oh, it's not that you get a pass. Is that, it, like, shit's not as, like. It's like it's really all about Class. proximity. Yeah. 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 You know? He's there's, in the trap. There's Chinese kids and that grew up in the Tenderloin and in San Francisco that are just as just as thugged out as the black neighbors. Like, you know? Yeah. It's like who you grow up like like or, who or you like, grew up with, you know? You know, I'm trying to think like uh what was the example I just had one in my head, but kinda or like Puerto Ricans in New York. You know, That's but it's kind of different because it's like I guess That's a different story. I mean, but, if look, if you if you're a white guy, like for one, in this is like this is this just happens. Let's say you're a white guy, and you're in fourth grade in a you know in a ghetto school, right? And yeah. and just just the same way if you're a black guy and you're in fourth grade in an all white school, you're different. Yeah. There's going to be conflicts because you're different. And if you're tough enough to fight through those conflicts, you deserve to say whatever the fuck you want to say until somebody knocks you out about it. Yeah, you know? I, I guarantee you, this yeah. guy's probably gotten into a fight about it. Oh sure, like look at this guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he has dreads, and, and his, not like in the hippie way. Oh like, no, no. I mean, it's not like in the like Bonnaroo way. And if his friends, it's, if his friends are like all black dudes and they fucking and they love him and they respect him, yeah. And it's like, all right, like I'll sock you out for saying this about my my buddy. You yeah. know, like I, I'm I'm willing to fight for it. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, that's why the whole Tyler Creator, Tyler the Creator, like approach was like nobody cares about that shit anymore, yeah. because it's so fucking, it's so hard to like, to like break down what's right or wrong yeah. about it that it's almost always going to leave people at odds. So yeah. it's, it's best to just laugh it off unless it offends you personally, you know? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I don't feel comfortable. Or ever, aimed at you. I don't feel comfortable saying it just because it's like I didn't grow up like mm -hmm. in that kind of environment. So like, and like I, you know, but I don't think this guy's like. I mean, this guy's probably dealt with a lot of shit, a lot of fucking shit. And like, he's not abusing at, the word. He just said it in rhymes. He's, he's <laughs> just explaining it. Why? You know, I mean, Action Bronson, we talked about that on the air where he said and, it in that one episode. But that's that. But that's that, that, was, that's that New York shit, though. Yeah. That's that like. It's a different. You can grow up in New York and be around a bunch of all like Puerto Ricans or all white dudes on the Lower East Side and like not have not be in the same same situation as being like growing up in the tenderloin and being a chinese kid or being like the you know the one white family that's still in 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 compton when you know like when everybody's black around you or something like that you yeah. know or like the fucking black guy who's in the fucking mexican gang like you know that's like because of where it's like that where he lives, shit. You know? or it's where it's like the one white guy had to do the hardest like i did like mm -hmm. you had to do something mm -hmm. like because you wouldn't be accepted like if you weren't kind of it's like the guy that you always have to because he's crazy i was gonna say yeah that guy's gotta be I, I, that guy of all his homies might be the one i at least want to fuck with because that guy's got something to prove 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't don't really, know. I wouldn't really want to fuck with any of those. I don't know. You wouldn't. They look. They look thugged out since Cub Scouts. Yeah. Play one. Play. Play. Play another. Fire another shot. Then let's get the fuck out of here. Yo, this is Shango Dixon from Pomona, California. Uh, oh, shit. How much I just recently free? saw Open Mic at Black Watch Pub up here in Upland, and that was really dope. I felt obliged to go see him just based on I'm a fan of his music and also having heard him on the podcast so much and feeling like I relate to him, knowing his opinions on things. Also, uh, I've been retweeted by a couple of you guys a couple of times. Pretty dope shit. You guys are dope. Uh, no can, you're the man. I couldn't make it to your, uh, 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 Tip Explosion release because I was at the open mic shit, but that was dope. Jeff, look forward to reading your book. Uh, yeah, you guys are dope. I listen every week. It's, a definitely a highlight of my Thursday. You guys stay up. Shango Dixon, peace. Yeah, That's very nice of him. I think a little too nice though for for this shots fired. You think so? I appreciate the praise immensely. So, but, but I wanted more anger, not directed maybe at me, perhaps. We're gonna get aimed at us sooner or later. Pause. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised we haven't yet, considering all the racist and misogynist things that we say every week. I and, say the racist and misogynist things, and then I say, "Lol, Jk, Jk, Jk." Well, you got, <laughs> it also goes back to what we were saying. You can kind of get away with it easier than I can because if I like as a white person. Probably should take a little bit more of the heat. No, nah, no, nah, I just you don't think, think I, think I like be, your open-minded approach. I, th- I think because I, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a rapper and I can get away with saying absurd things as often as possible. Like a comedian can say as many absurd things as he can. Like I can say almost as much as a comedian. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. as but, a writer, you really can't get away with that shit. Is there, they're picking you apart. Yeah, I'm like I mean I say insanely stupid things in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Um, do you want to do one more? Can we? I want somebody to fire shots, though. Is really what I'm looking for. Just some crazy rant. Um, I don't know. So this sounds kind of crazy. Let's just do one more. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the last one. Shots fired, Aaron Arabian. I think I'm the guy who called you a bunch of times. I called you three <laughs> times. So I'm talking about me. But yeah. Arabian is my name. Uh, so, uh, Macklemore, I'm with you. Uh, Jeff, totally pretty lame. But a new single that he has, like, uh, this is the moment. Uh, this is he has this line, he goes, that's when you get when Wu-Tang raised you. Uh, so I just want to say, like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, Wu-Tang raised you? I'm pretty sure his parents raised him. I mean, he sounds so middle class, like, why did he say that? And also, I also picture, like, the 19 guys from Boots Hang, like, taking care of this little white boy, like, raising him. And Who's the guy who was raised in Wu-Tang? Uh, you haven't even heard Mac the song, Lamar. probably. I, 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 Matt, he's that, I grew up really wanting to go fronts, but that's what you get like, when yeah, Wu-Tang raised you. That was a retarded line. Yeah. It is a retarded line. It's so, I mean. Yeah. I don't think it's retarded for what you think. You, you, you explain. Say, say, say it. What about why I think it's stupid? I don't know. I'm biased. I think all Macklemore lines are stupid. <laughs> like I'm like the most biased person on the planet. I don't enjoy his music. I mean, of course, probably Wu Tang raised him. Who didn't like rap and like Wu Tang? If they're like, how old is Macklemore? Like 39. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny. He was my teacher's age. Like <laughs> he's probably at 31. Nah, check this out, dude. 
Why I don't like that line is because he grew up really wanting gold fronts, but that's what you get when Wu Tang raised you. Do, like, if, who it, like, had gold fronts other than ODB? I was gonna say, like, if you were really about that shit, you would have gold fronts. <laughs> you would have went to the swap meet, well, and you would have got some fucking gold fronts. I mean, how hard could it be to get a gold front? Also, the thing is, like, yeah, like, it's not come like, on. come on, Wu Tang. I hate when people reduce Wu Tang to like ODB. You know what I mean? Like, and like, to be fair, like, obviously, you know, he was the wild card. He gave them kind of the energy, the unpredictability that sort of drove them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like, let's be honest, like, I mean, Wu-Tang was like, if if I'm listing my favorite rappers in Wu-Tang. Did Ray not have like a gold tooth or two? Yeah, he had a, he, I think he did have a gold tooth. Did but he didn't have like grill? a whole, fr- I don't think he had a grill, did he? No. Uh, maybe. I don't think so, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ghost definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. Ghost had the Wonder Woman bracelet <laughs> and, like, the eagle on his arm. Yeah, what about... Uh, you, you guy had, had some gold teeth, right? I don't know. Point being, like, <laughs> come on. Like, just... Who you want to be like... I mean, I feel like ODB... The people whose favorite... Like, there are a lot of white people whose favorite rapper in Wu-Tang is ODB, and it always makes me uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, it does. Because he's, like, the not... He's, like, the... Like granted, like is like per pound for pound, is anybody more entertaining ever than ODB? Probably not. Yeah. But at the same time, like I feel like people that are into Wu Tang, like I don't know, I feel like Jizza is the purest manifestation of Wu Tang, like in his own. I mean, not to say he's your there, favorite. He's the fucking end of the. Spe- those are the two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. I, I swear yeah. to God. Yeah. I'm about to. It's, I just don't. I like. I'm one of those dudes. that's like I'd rather listen to o, ODB. Just you, just because. Well, that's why Ghostface is my favorite because Ghostface he's is right there of, in the middle. He's right there in the middle. Like yeah. he's got all the knowledge, but he also has the eccentricity, the craziness, the wildness. You know, mm-hmm. that guy smoked his fair share of dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The greatest Ghostface story is like where he was at Brett Ratner's house chilling, and like everyone's like, "Yo, you can't be hanging out with Ghostface. He's crazy." And like, then like like later on, like like he left, and like he was like, "No, it's totally fun." And like later on, like he he found like a bucket of fried chicken like buried in his backyard with all. The bones there and he's like ghostface buried a bucket of fried <laughs> chicken in my fucking backyard yeah. you can google it i think complex had that anyways enough of this talking i think we should i mean bow I just, out gracefully i just i just feel like awkwardly I, it, it, white people are so so mean to white rappers dude i just yeah know. we don't like white rappers because every white person has wanted to rap obviously i was talking about this with with them with last night i was like you know there's only been like 35 or 40 really good white people that have ever rapped in the history of rap and, like, that's a lot, because a lot of fuck, every white person has rap. Cody, you tried to rap? Yeah, of course. Every white person has tried to rap at this point. It's like, and they're just, we're just not as, some some people. There's a lot of black people that try to rap and suck totally, at it, too. Totally, totally. But there, it's so much, like, there's a lot of, like, black people that are pretty good at rapping. Not that many white people that are pretty good at And to be great enough to professional, like, I heard myself rapping for the first time, right? I was like, clearly, you don't have it. <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious. You have a bad voice. You don't have cadence. You don't have a natural fluidity in cadence. And that's the other thing about, like, a lot of white rappers. They lack, like, the fluidity of, like, they either have to go, like, like double time because like they they cover up the fact that they can't really ride a beat and their voices are often not deep enough so it it doesn't sound good going really slow oh god I don't want to talk about this anymore let's get the fuck out of here no let's go (laughs) oh god white people talking about white rap again shots fired this is like the Kanye record we're just gonna go on and hey glitch us out Cody glitch us out This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com
the wolf dead. 